Hey there, thank you for joining me. This is Samantha Dam with Redefining Caregiving. I really appreciate you taking the time to even just stop by and listen. I hope I have something to share with you that will help you in some way. Um, today I was thinking about a question someone asked me, and it, was, it, was, it wasn't an odd question for our times right now. It was, um, someone said, what was the most challenging, you know, compared to all this COVID stuff, I mean, what was the most challenging thing you've ever dealt with in your life? I had to think it really. I've had so many hardships since the day I was born. I'm one of those people that if you heard all that that I've been through, you you just don't believe it. Like people don't believe it. <laughs> it's why I wrote my book because I thought, well, I could write one book and then maybe there'll be more to come, which I'm hoping there will be. But there's a reason why um, we are we go through what we go through in life, and so I wasn't feeling like oh sad about that. I had a lot of hardships and a lot of pain. Um, and I think this is the first time recently that I just didn't feel sadness about it. I, was, I have a breakthrough and I wanted to share it with you because you can have the same breakthrough. Really, the way we think could change in an instant. You could change by what you're focusing on and what you choose to believe and really embrace it and take it to heart. Then your life will change. And what happened for me was um, in 2004, it was the year that would seem like the most painful part of my life. I think it's because there were more people involved in my life and there were people like my two daughters and my mother, who was my best friend and mentor and person who, who I always went to for counsel and at least for someone to listen to me. <laughs> um, she was my support and she got me through so many things in my life, but I also did the same for her. So it was, it worked both ways for us. But at that time in 2004, it ended up where she needed me way more than I well, I needed her, but I couldn't, I couldn't access her help because she developed a dementia so, so severe. She had to immediately quit working and she lost her job and she couldn't, um, she couldn't function anymore. She had a trauma in her life that she couldn't cope with. And I talked about this in one of my previous, um, podcasts about the story, what happened with us. And I didn't finish that podcast. I don't know why I haven't finished it, but I really need to go back and do that. Um, but Basically, my point today was it seemed like the most painful point in my life. But then I thought, wait a minute, that's not all you've been through. You go back to the beginning, Sam. You, I was raised in, with a very irritable um, father, alcoholic father, who was very, very angry. Uh, he was also very funny and super, super giving and kind. But he had, he had a side to him that was just, um, and it was often there. I was terrified of my dad for my whole life. All I could think about was getting out of the house at 18, being independent and uh, self-reliant. So I did. But the thing is, um, I'm looking back on all that and I go, well, what was the worst thing that ever happened? Well, shoot, was it my childhood or was it, you know, stuff that happened after that, like getting married and getting divorced? I got married when I was 19, divorced, you know, two years later. And then I went and repeated it again, basically. But that one lasted longer <clears throat> because... Um, for, for several reasons, but um, 14 years, I got married when I was 24, and I got divorced in 2004, and I was 39 years old. And um, the reason I say all this is just to tell you that, you know, life seems pretty short, right? You say, oh, life's short, but it's not really short. It goes by pretty fast because we're so actively in, we're so active in it, you know? There's so much going on from if you look back on on our lives, you know, there's so much going on. There's so many milestones. 
But there's certain ones that are so painful, they change you in a way that you're, you're never the same. That's what it does. I mean, that's why I wasn't feeling sad when I look back on my life. I wasn't feeling sad at all. I was feeling grateful, which is, was, <laughs> I know it's kind of like they say you should be grateful for the tribulations and trials that you have in your life. And that doesn't come just because you want it to. That comes because you've actually learned a lesson. This last year with COVID and the next year, maybe two, um, seems so devastating and so painful because it's such it's been such a hard blow on our society, on our world. And so many people are just in that mode of like worry, worry, worry and concern. And, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason, even COVID. Everything is happening for a reason. And we don't know what that is until it's over a lot of times. Then we say, oh, this is what I got from that. But we don't want it to be where we end up bitter. So we need to, while we're going through it, I believe the best way to get through things like this or, or to try really hard to every day make a habit of asking yourself, what are you grateful for? And why, why might this be happening? You know, you don't want to dwell on the negative. You want to try really hard to see that, you know, this is a shift. This is something painful. Like everything that we ever go through that teaches us anything valuable is painful or awkward or uncomfortable. And so when I was born into a family where I was abused as a, as a kid growing up, I didn't know what that was doing to me. I just saw the negative stuff in it. I felt terrible. I was miserable. I was uh, angry and hurt. And I built walls around myself. And see, we're doing that now with COVID. We're doing that right now. We could be doing that, right? I don't want to do that. So, so I, And I'm so glad that I'm in a, I've been through so many hardships that I can literally say I learned the skill of not doing that because I've been through more hardships than most people and many people, but some people have been through way more than I am. And you can see those people are shining right now. They're like, Hey, you know what? It's painful, but there's something good in this. Something's being shifting or changing to something positive. I believe that with all my heart because it's what it's, it's a pattern that you see over time when you've been through a lot of hardship or trials. So I want to put this into perspective for right now with COVID being so, uh, we don't know when this is going to stop. And people keep asking, like, when's it going to be normal again? And I can't help but think, really? You're asking if it's going to be normal? The fact that we actually allowed this to go this far kind of says, like, the law of attraction tells you, you're going to get what you put out there. We've, we as a, um, as humans <laughs> have been, I hate to say it, be lazy. We've been just complacent and we have not held our, our government and doctors and so many establishments have not been held accountable from the beginning. And we always knew, right, that this was wrong, but we all just kind of just go, go about our lives because it's so busy. Um, but not lately because we've been at home kind of forced to see more of it and forced to look at what's what we haven't wanted to see. <laughs> and I'm not judging. I'm just saying that when you put that energy out there of like, I'm not going to change the oil in my car because I don't want to deal with it, then you will have a car that will malfunction eventually. And our world is doing just that because we all have played a role in the destruction of what's been go what's going on now and what has been happening for years. Now, now that we've done all that, like let's say I go back to like, I got married and got divorced. I made the choice to get married and then there's a divorce. Then that's when you have to make that decision. Like, are you going to start blaming and being the victim or are you going to own part of your role in the whole thing? Like, cause that's how you learn your lesson. If you don't, if you don't 
try hard to see where you what your role is. I mean, not saying it has to be 50-50 or anything you did that was huge, but just a role that you played in it. Then you don't, it doesn't become personal for you. So there's really no desire because you won't feel pain. Because the reason why you change, the reason why we all really change is because we've experienced some sort of pain. You know, suffering brings about healing. Suffering brings strength. So instead of saying, dang, this COVID and getting all worked up, I just encourage you to try really hard. And you can't do this unless you're taking good care of yourself. And that is to stop and say, hey, this is a big shift. I mean, that kind of gets me excited about what's coming next. You know, I don't think in the flesh. I'm not thinking like, what's going to happen to me physically? I don't, If I go there, then I just start bringing fear and emotions I don't want to spend time in. They're not helpful for me. What helps me is to, to get excited and find the joy. And it will be for you too, because caregivers already live in a state of, Go, 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 go. We bring a lot of stuff on ourselves. We bring a lot of weight on ourselves. And a lot of it's just from habits and habitual thinking and, you know, limited thinking. And so if we could do just a few things, like listen to some podcasts or read some books that just feed your brain the positive way to get through something. And and, uh, eventually it will become a habit for you. So for me, at the very beginning of my life, I learned really quick, we had to be very intuitive because I never knew when my dad was going to be violent or angry. I knew it could be anything that would trigger it. So I became very hyper vigilant to, you know, sensing. And, and I think that a lot of people who are really highly intuitive tend to be people who've been in environments where they had to learn to watch out for themselves. And I don't want to go too much longer on this, but I just wanted to encourage you that, you know, this is a, a terrible thing. It feels awful. People are dying. Uh, People die every day from other things, too, and they're just as devastating. Um, So we have to question that stuff. But what we really need to focus on is back, back up a little bit and get some perspective and then just ask the question or get excited about what it is that's coming. Um, You know, that's going to change and shift. If you just do that in your household alone, just stop watching the news and stop thinking about the negative things. You'll be like, Hey, you know, if something's coming, I want to be prepared. If I'm just focusing on the the storm and I'm not looking for a way to get out of it or survive it, then you're going to be hit the hardest. If I've survived all those things and still have, I still eat healthy. I still try my best to be positive. I still love people. I love the world. I see hope. All those things are real for me. So that to me is like A plus. And I want the same for you. I want you to feel that good about yourself because If you don't feel good about yourself, no one else is going to make you feel good about yourself. And there's no joy in that. So then you're just kind of stealing yourself for the joy that you could have. That's not fair. Put yourself ahead of the care that you give every single day. Because I didn't do that. And I learned that uh, people, I can't be there for people the way that I want to. I can't be there for anyone if I'm not there for myself. I'm just being fake then. I'm just doing, going through the motions. And, and they, everyone knows and senses when someone is just doing their job and they don't really want to do it, you know? So it's better to get someone else to do it if you can, if that's how you feel. Uh, but okay, so now I'm going on another podcast and it's getting too long. So uh, thank you for joining me and listening today. I hope that you just see the sunshine and pick a flower and put it in a vase next to your bed and every day remind yourself how important you are and that your work is very important. And even if you don't feel like it's being seen, it is being seen. And you're a part of the world that's helping. 
So hang in there. Okay, bye-bye.